Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. Just wanted to give you guys a quick update. I do have an affiliate link with Amazon.com. You can actually go to the description. The link is located right there. Um, so yeah, on to the show. Okay, so this is actually going to be more of a bonus episode. Um, and that's because I've already talked about cutie pie the series in a previous episode it was on pie day march 14th um and i decided to go ahead and finish watching cutie pie the series even though i really did not want to um and i am glad i continued it mainly for some of the very positive things that they did um and i kind of want to focus on those positive things not really focus on a lot of the like acting and uh, some of the cast well not the cast necessarily more of the characters that were in there um so just so you know uh because i just finished watching it i just grabbed my phone i'm recording this on my phone and i don't have a script written for this i usually try to have at least my bullet points or a script fully written out before i record but uh yeah this is all off the cuff so cutie pie the series some of the things that happened after my last review that i enjoyed I enjoyed seeing um, our two main leads, Kiao and Lian, um, that their relationship did become more equal. I was worried from the jump that there was an inequality in their relationship um, based on the age gap, sort of, but also where they were in life mostly with the fact that Lian is already a businessman and Kiao is still in college. Um, and still kind of doesn't even know who he is because he's he knows who he is as far as his personality but he's so okay with putting his personality aside um, to be with this guy Um, so that's why I say he doesn't really know who he is because he doesn't yet understand that hey you shouldn't do that you should want someone to love all of you Um, but yeah I like that um, we get to see them becoming equals i like that eventually of course leon learns that he should have been open and honest with kale from the beginning um instead of like trying to take on everything himself and burden everything on himself uh where his mom told him like you know a marriage is not one person you need to discuss things um i like the relationship between sin and nor is that all the dude's name oh no <laughs> sorry about that oh yeah i like the relationship between sin and Nor because they start off as equals from the jump they are classmates they're getting to know each other through uh their classwork and everything and group work did not want to um Okay, sorry about that. So for you, it's probably been a couple of seconds. For me, it's been over 30 minutes, but here we go. Um, so yeah, um, 
I explained that I like the relationship between well, I like the relationship between your and Sin. I like I grew to like the relationship between Leanne and um Cal because eventually they of course learned that they needed to communicate and that was their lesson. I will never like the relationship between Yi and what's his name? Kandiao whatever. I don't care about them. I don't like their relationship. It is just so off balance. It there's nothing about it for me that came off as romantic. It was just really controlling and very toxic. And I just there there's just no romance in that one. Um I guess it works if it's like what they've agreed to and then that's their business, but oh it was just yuck from the beginning to start. So that's one thing I didn't like. As far as the relationships, I'm okay to an extent with um, the other two. With Nur and Sin, that first kiss just had me cracking up because of course it's the whole, they got pushed and it was an accidental kiss. And then Nur, uh, what's his name, Nur, uh, gave him a real kiss. <laughs> and it really had me cracking up. It was very adorable. Like that, to me, their whole relationship of them coming together and um how they're all of a sudden become very lovey-dovey is very cute um other things that i like i loved at the father's party he introduced um his son and his son's fiance and of course we saw the look of you know the person he was introduced like your son's fiance oh you you only have one son it, it, no, you, he said this is my kid's fiance or whatever. I don't speak Thai, but I, I know that a lot of the language is gender neutral, it seems. So um, when they introduce him as their future son-in-law, it's like, but don't you have a son? Yeah, we do. And the way like they were just like, yeah, we have a son and this is our son's uh, fiance. And they um, really just showed how loving they are towards uh their relationship and even giving advice on their relationship i really really enjoyed that as well um i also enjoyed that the show tried to have a message with um um basically in the end talking about um the rights of same-sex couples in thailand and um with the characters wanting to legally get married and um the billboard and all that stuff it was very sweet it was very cute if you watched through the blooper scenes as well. There's another scene after that from, um, I recognize two of the guys from Why Are You the Series, and I guess they're doing another series as well where they play a couple. I'm not exactly sure of the series. I've been saying I want to do less, um, focus on less Thai BL on the show, cause on this, um, podcast, because I just feel like there's so much male male romance, um, shows and movies and all that from around the world that, um, everything should show and also with so much focus on Tybio it, it, it can make it burn out and fizzle out it kind of happens all the time if you really think about it, like all the genres that kind of end up dying down because of how much attention they got and how popular they are um the superhero um MCU well the superhero movies in general they're kind of facing that now where people are kind of burned out because there's like a new superhero movie every year um, and now it kind of gets to the point where everybody just watches, you know, basically who they really love or what like art they really want to see. They're not necessarily watching all of them anymore. That's kind of where we've come to now. And I think we're going to see that eventually 
probably in a year or two start happening with Hybeal because it's getting bigger and bigger, which is great, and I want it to get bigger and bigger. I believe um, they deserve the international fandom. I believe actually that a lot of um, people need to look outside of their countries and start looking into other countries' media and maybe finding a genre of something they like and they might find, hey, uh, this is there and it's awesome and I love it. So I do want it for it, but I feel like it's just getting so saturated now because they're they're so focused on putting it out so much each year. It used to be you get a couple um, gay storylines, which sometimes is really sad storylines, but you get a couple gay storylines each year in shows that um, the main focus, um, the main centered characters are the straight couple and the side characters, the gay couples. Um, and then now we're getting more and more stories where the gay couples are the main, well, we then got main stories where the gay couples are the main characters, but the side couples are the straight characters. Um, and then now we're in this point where everybody's gay. The, <laughs> the brothers are gay. They're gay for each other. The roommates are gay. They're gay for each other. All their friends who are like... Oh, be careful. He might be gay. Turns out they're gay too. Like everybody, everybody's gay. Just everybody's gay. <laughs> so we've kind of come to this point where everybody's gay. And um, it's, it exists in Yaoi as well. Like, um, and I would say Yaoi has kind of gotten a burnout because even though there are people, of course, you still read it. Um, it still exists. There is kind of a burnout there as well. And I've gone off on a tangent. This is what I get for not having talking points. Um, but yeah, coming back to Cutie Pie the series. Like I said, there are some stuff that I liked about it. I like that they had a message at the end. I like that they showed the parents just being so like, yep, this is our future son-in-law. I'm so excited about that. Um, I liked the eventual relationship that came out of um, Q, Q, oh God, I'm so bad at these names, Q and uh, Lian. Um, and like I said, I liked Sin and Nira from the start as a couple, mainly because they were coming from having an equal footing and no one having an advantage over the other, except like maybe like having more knowledge in a software or anything like that. But they were combining their work together um, to build something together and um, and then flourished into a relationship like that. We'll never like the third couple. I am sorry. I wish the two assistants, I hope the two assistants get together because they're so adorable together dancing. It was cute. So things that stood out for me though that weren't necessarily great. Um, so like, yeah, in the end, it was a whole thing of, yeah, we need to get married and we need to um, fight for a marriage and blah, blah, blah. Um, or fight for the right to get married or whatever it is. Um, but why that stood out so much for me is they did mention once or twice that their marriage wouldn't be legal in Thailand, but it was never in a way that made me think that they were going, our marriage wouldn't be legal in Thailand. We would, we would need to file something or do something about it to make sure it's legal here too. They never, we, I never really saw that throughout like even with um kill like he never really like i i'm not saying he had to harp on it all the time but if once in a while he had mentioned it like when his friends talk about his fiance like if he had said yeah i'm just really excited about having a fiance i'm not excited about the legal system in 
in the legal system here with having a guy as my fiance, like even if it's passing comments here and there, anything once in a while, it doesn't have to be even every episode, then I would know that it really bothered him because it didn't feel like it bothered him. It felt like they were like, yeah, we can just go abroad and get married and then we just come back here and we'll have a marriage certificate. That's what it's, it felt like throughout it and I was like well rich people things that's what rich people did them just go abroad <laughs> they just go abroad get married come back with a certificate um so when so to finally see that oh so that was actually a problem from the beginning why didn't we get more of that that's really what I felt and even like because even in the first episode with um Leanne calling someone out on like trying to do like a very stereotypical um image of gay people was it with drag queens or I can't remember but the stereotypical thing or transgender woman I think it was I can't remember exactly what it was but it's to play them as the joke in the ad and he called that out was like we're not doing that we're not gonna stereotype people like that we're not gonna have this um negative image out there if even if that was just done here or there as well with him like let's say walking down or on the way to work they're talking about something and he's looking at ad campaigns and him just going okay yeah and uh real quick this ad campaign where they have um um (laughs) Um, I'm trying to even think of something that would be like really sucky like oh this ad campaign instead of um, just having this cartoon uh, transgender woman why don't we get an actual influencer transgender woman to um, be the representative for this makeup line like this of course this is not because he doesn't run a makeup line but this is just a random thought in my head but even something like that would have just been like I, I would see it coming in the end. And that's the problem. I didn't see it coming in the end with them going to um, be um, political advocates. I don't even know what it's called. Like, they're just fighting for the right for marriage. And that, to me, just shouldn't even be political. It should just be given. So it's just like, I don't even know how you call that or how you quantify that. What What is that title? Um, because I just see, like, denying two adults the right to marry is just silly. Like, it's two adults, shut the fuck up and move on. This is an expletive episode (laughs) now. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, it just, it just felt like for me, when it got there, it was just so out of nowhere. When I said it end, I was like, okay, I guess I had to throw that in there. But then when the billboard come, I was like, okay, I guess because they said it at the end, I'm supposed to expect this? What? Um, the bloopers were okay. (laughs) Some of them were funny. Some of them were okay funny. Some of them were cringy. Um, some of them, (laughs) the one where the two of them were like kissing and they don't stop kissing and they kept kissing. That for me was more uncomfortable, uncomfortable because it was obvious that they were joking around at one point, like teasing the other. And it just felt like too personal. Like there's a running gag and we don't know the running gag for the whole thing why it kept going and so that's what made it uncomfortable I think if we understood the running gag from the beginning and I knew like oh yeah like Z would always mess with him like this to help him get comfortable with kissing so that's why he did that to Z in the end then I'd be like oh okay I I see it I get it so that's why it's funny 
and because i don't have like i just know z saying uh are you trying to get back at me because i know of that part i don't know anything else it, it just made it uncomfortable um see like them kissing as their characters in the show funny cool yeah not funny sorry hear me them kissing as their characters in the show is uh cute adorable they're get along da 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 them um keep kissing after the director says cut funny because they didn't hear him say cut so they kept going them kissing after hearing that the director said cut and kept kissing cringy because I don't know what the hell is going on. Why are they still kissing? That's what I mean. Because at that point, I no longer see them as the characters. I see them as the actors. Um, and I hate shipping. I think I've talked about this. I The only people I ship are people who ship themselves. And I only ship them for the shipping that they ship. And laugh at that shipping or enjoy that shipping and watch that shipping. And when they're no longer shipping, I no longer ship them. Because they have said to stop. And I stop that's just me um but yeah uh something else that i oh something else that was confusing to me between diao's and yi's relationship the whole thing with the dad what did he feel guilty for did he feel guilty for a dog attack is that is that what it was when they were kids and why because he treats him like a child throughout the whole like the entire thing he treats him like a child because before i'm like oh okay no no before before i was just like this is really weird but he's into it i guess and then i was like wait are they even together and then it's it's like going and going and i'm like why would you want to sleep with someone who you treat like a child like and that's another thing that made me really uncomfortable with DL. I guess he was supposed to be a cutesy boy. And I, I think these are the reasons why I can't get into their relationship and, and, and be like, oh yeah, this is cute in any way. I guess he's supposed to be like this cutesy boy who's really innocent, but he dresses very childish. He acts very childish. Like and he like is just ordered around like a child. You need, he has a curfew, he, like not even just a, Hey, in respect of our relationship, um, could you, could we both be home um, by nine o'clock every night so that we can, you know, see each other, you know, or in respect of our relationship or, Hey, as a couple, can we both make it our goal to be home at this certain time so we can always have dinner together every night? Nothing like that. It's not even like that. It's just your curfew was at nine and he's, or he can only be at the club till this time. And it's nothing about it to me was anything that i i have nothing positive to say about them and with how childish like the character is throughout the whole thing it doesn't give me like it's creepy it's just really creepy maybe it's the age gap with the actors i don't know it's just really creepy maybe do they even have that big an age gap i'd have to look to see it's just really creepy it is uh, and plus, the guy who plays Dio, I, I don't feel like looking up his name right now. I don't remember anybody's name except for Z. Um, the guy who plays Dio, <laughs> Z, <laughs> but the guy who plays Dio, I, I also didn't like his acting throughout anything. I know I said I wasn't really going to talk about the acting and stuff, but from the get go, like his acting was just, <laughs> and I don't know if it's that he just felt uncomfortable with it or if he's just an uncomfortable actor 
touch it. I probably have to go back and watch something else with him to kind of see it. He's just so uncomfortable to watch. And I think that makes, because it's so uncomfortable to watch him acting, it makes the scenes even worse because he's probably so focused on, I must be cute. It's just like, oh, stop. You freak me out. You creep me out. It's, um, <laughs> I need to think of something positive to say about anything. And that dog, oh my God. It's so obvious that's not a trained dog because every scene the dog is trying to get away from them. The dog is like, I just need to get out of here. I don't want to be here. Why do I? I, I just let me go. Oh, that poor dog. Um. Oh gosh. All right. Uh, positive things to say. Ooh, I wanted to know though at the end. So when um, <laughs> when Leanne and Kale went to uh the Zirati house, Kirati. Sorry, Kirati house. Um, they were looking at the picture of grandpa with another man holding hands and it was like grandpa and grandpa So is it that he had two grandpas? Some uh, I'll probably look this up But if somebody wants to tell me that'll be even better So I don't have to do the research because I really want to get cutified by the series out of my head um, But is it that he has two grandpas and that's why his grandpa was so okay with um, marrying his grandson to a man because he also was married to a man is that what it was because that's what i was wondering like if if that's that's what the relationship is um okay so leanne and kira they are the main couple so i just want to talk about like um leanne hiding all that stuff with the paperwork and the fact that his um the curity family is going bankrupt and all that stuff um i actually so a lot <laughs> I was in this place like watching that where I was like okay obviously you have a reason why you're not telling him but why is the reason you're not telling him finding out he's working with the mom was like okay he's working with the mom so the mom knows about this but why aren't you telling him and then of course he finally comes out and says, I saw the paperwork I want to know the truth all that and my whole thing is okay I get that you're protecting him because you don't want like his family legacy this is his family legacy and, and you're worried about him and that's why you're protecting him and you eventually plan on telling him and there's like a whole thing with that but i was like you're treating him very similar to how he treats dfdl with treating him as he's so immature and i get where he's coming from with that um because he's looking at well he's in school so i don't want to disturb his schooling um, he's still not even ready to talk about who he truly is and I also don't want to add more pressure on him because he already has enough pressure on him as it is so I'm, I'm worried about adding something else so I get all that but it's just like dude dude <sighs> that whole thing just had me going crazy this was supposed to just be a bonus episode and it's turning into a full episode I don't know when I'm releasing this um, but whenever I do and y'all listen to it, let me know what you think. Because uh, I'm just like, I, I am burnt out from Cutify the series. I sat down and I finally just finished the whole thing. And I just want it to end. I, I, just, I just want it to end. But like I said, I like the messaging at the end it just feels kind of thrown together i feel like there should have been more clues throughout it didn't have to be inundated with a bunch of clues to it 
but little things here and there maybe like something cool that could have been done because they're on a college campus have some kids that are rallying to get um other people on the college campus to join um some kind of protest or something but do it in a way where like maybe it's in the background and we just see a sign that says legalize uh gay um, legalize gay marriage or something like that and uh, it would be in time but <laughs> yeah but just even something like that in the background and we don't even need to see the whole thing it would be like you rewatching, like oh dang that was there it'd be cool or something that popped up and be like oh yeah there was a sign for that that's cool there there's so much that could have been done that would make this that in the end pay off so well like i think a great um comparison to that is not me the series so in not me the series um the guys they go we see them being very like in tune with the uh what the community needs they are people who are always focused on what the law is and who benefits from the law who doesn't benefit from the law all that stuff so when they're at this rally and their friend is there as well and all that stuff it's not surprising that they're at this rally that they helped start by the way but it's still not surprising that they're at this rally it's not surprising that they're uh, for the legalization of same-sex marriage and all that stuff. Like it's it's not it's not surprising because we've had clues that these are the kind of people they are from the beginning. Um, with their friend, with um, the things they they're in line with, their beliefs, it, it everything just falls in line, and it makes sense. And that's why as well, when of course a relationship between Sean and White does start to develop, it's not jarring. It's not like these two gangster boys and all of a sudden they're in love. It's it's not like that because we not only see the relationship between Sean and White developing, but we can see that it's like, God, I'm going to bring up Tarn Type. It's not like Tarn Type where, you know, in the beginning, Type is like, I hate gay people. I hate gay people. I don't care. I guess I love gay people. No, we can see from the beginning, even though Sean and White, um, White having had a relationship with a woman in Russia and Sean was developing a relationship with a girl in Thailand, even though Sean's no longer interested in that girl and White's already broken up with that girl and he and Sean are getting involved, it wasn't surprising or jarring. It wasn't, it didn't come out of nowhere in the series. It it felt like a gradual grow. And one of the reasons that helped feel like a gradual grow was the society or the um, environment that the two of them had put themselves in. It was um, with the classes um that the friendship groups they had the things that they believed everything just felt like it was coming together towards their relationship everything felt right right and it was coming together towards the protest everything just had such a smooth go that nothing felt out of place with cutie pie the series it felt out of place because i didn't feel like i got a payoff I didn't see everything flowing together. Even with um, their relationship, the in the beginning, no, like throughout the whole thing, they were basically together 
throughout the whole thing. There was kind of payoffs here and there in their relationship as they were getting closer. But even when they broke up, well, sort of when he got dumped after proposing to Kyo, they got back together very early because there was only one episode left. There was not much they could do in the show. Um, not much they can do. This is about to just be a full episode. <laughs> but there wasn't much that they could do um, with writing anymore without adding more episodes. And so because of that, the ending didn't necessarily feel like a payoff. I think a payoff would have been if had someone, if they had a wedding at the end. I think that would have been the payoff. Watching them actually get married and what their wedding day is. That, I think, would have been the payoff. Having the billboard and stuff, it's like great. It's positive. It's, yeah, you're trying to do, you're trying to make your show be this, have a good message wonderful but a better payoff would have been the wedding i feel like um yeah so i guess that's everything <laughs> i think that's where i want to end cutie pie this series they, they should have ended on a wedding um i think it was a cute show for the most part i think um of course, a lot of acting was awkward, not just by that one actor, but from a lot of actors here and there. Z had his points. I think Z did way better in the scenes where he had to just be cold um, or present this coldness. As he started to get more romantic, he wasn't as good. And of course, he's really good at a sex scene. So Z... I, I think he just enjoys that part. I think that's why he became an actor. He was like, I just want to make out with people and then get naked. And then we just, uh, yeah, shoot that on some sheets or something. I think that's why he became an actor. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think of Cutie Pie the series. Do you disagree with me? Um, that's cool too. I don't mind. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is JD Young signing out. And I hope you have a wonderful morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, whatever it is, wherever you are.